We know that these petrol prices, well, there's something that all of us are keeping a very close eye on and we have been doing so uh, for weeks. We know the Northern Territory Government said that they were going to be writing to the uh, to the fuel retailers and, and, uh, and asking, you know, why the prices were so high in the Northern Territory at the moment. We also know that there had been a number of letters written to the ACCC. Um, but joining us on the line right now from the Motor Trade Association Policy and Communications Manager, uh, Case Sillison. Good morning to you, Case. Good morning, Katie. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Um, how are fuel prices tracking from your perspective in the Territory? Yeah, look, we've seen over the last couple of months that they have come down a bit. Certainly they were a little bit higher, but with some of the interest rate rises, which are not just happening in Australia, but globally, some of that demand is easing off a little bit. So they are a little bit off of the peak where they were um, a couple of months ago. And now they're sort of holding it at the rough average in Darwin of about 189, um, 190 cents at the moment. Yeah. And we'd seen for a while there, Case, you know, the terminal gate price seemed to be going right down, but the, you know, at the Bowser, it wasn't sort of uh, following suit. Whereas at the moment, the terminal gate, from what I'd seen, it's kind of up and down a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's right. And there are a number of things which can influence the cost of fuel at the Bowser. Obviously, transport costs are a big one for the Northern Territory. You know, the isolation geographically and the transport costs can be a factor with that. There are a number of things also with volumes of fuel being sold as well. So, that's all, all plays into what can ultimately translate to the cost of the Bowser for consumers. Mm. Now, um, I know that, uh, you know, like I said, we've seen a bit of a drop. From your perspective, do you reckon, like, have we seen much of a drop over the last sort of few months? Yeah, look, I think talking about the peak of uh, around sort of June, July, we're talking about average costs in Darwin of probably about two ten cents. Um, whereas, as I said right now, we've sort of got about a you know, a 10% drop down to about that 190 uh, mark at the moment, which is an average. And, you know, certainly if I look at Darwin today, I can see that prices, you know, ranging from about 177.5 cents for the lowest right at the moment, right through to about 184 and uh, 185. So you're talking about 7.5 cents in difference at the moment. So it really demonstrates that if you do shop around, if you do choose where you're purchasing your fuel from and supporting a local independent will go a long way to saving your money. And that's really what the Motor Trade Association is urging Territorians to do right now, isn't it? It is 100% what we're saying because ultimately independents and the ACCC have noted this are a big part in factoring the the price of fuel and keeping competition strong. Um, You know, that can average uh, on average be about five cents cheaper than the major retailers. And as I've said at the moment, you know, if you're shopping in Darwin, it's a seven and a half cent difference. So it does improve competition. And we've got roughly about a third of the marketplace in Darwin, which we'd say not major or, or you know, leaning towards independent retailers. So there are options out there to choose an independent in Darwin. In case, um, I mean, how many independents do we have in Darwin and sort of in the top end? There's a few that I know of, but um, are there maybe more that sort of fall under the banner of the larger retailer, but they're actually owned by locals? Yeah, look, I think in terms of um, data sets that I've got, and we're talking about an ACCC report from 2019, so perhaps not the latest, latest, but we're talking about small independents of the 57 in Darwin. Uh, Nine of them were small independents. And there are a couple of others. There's probably 21 in total, which you would consider non-major 
you know, fuel retailing brands, which can give you, as I said, that yeah. flexibility and that choice to be able to choose an independent which can um, promote competition in the market and give you a better price. I wasn't aware of that. I mean, around 21 in total that, um, you know, that are considered more so independent. It is a larger number, I think, than a lot of people would have realised. Yeah, and I think um, ultimately there are different ways that you can slice and dice that. But, you know, without naming brands or, or mm. companies, ultimately um, I think the, your listeners will understand that there are options there which are no, not necessarily those major brands. And certainly the small independents there, you know, you're talking about um, 10 out of the 60 that are, that are definitely there in Darwin that you can choose from. And then there are others which are maybe franchise operators which are not going through, as I said, some of those major fuel retailing brands that, um, you know, can, yep. the, the, your listeners will be aware of. Now, I guess we're all sort of wondering as well now, what is going to happen when that fuel excise ends? Case, can I just confirm, it ends on September 28th, doesn't it? And the federal government's confirmed that they're not going to be extending that in any way at this point in time. Yes, all signs are at this stage that that's going to be the date and there's going to be no further extension. Um, So from that sense, it's going to be, you know, the roughly 20 cent increase, um, you know, that may translate at the Bowser. I think what we've seen with when that measure came in, the prices did did respond in terms of with retailers and the ACCC did note that the retailers were not using it as an excuse to not pass it on. Likewise, when the excise comes off, the ACCC will be watching it again and they'll be making sure that retailers are not using that as an excuse to unreasonably increase costs. I guess for us here in the Territory, we have felt like, we sort of felt like there was a big, um, you know, like there was a big lag in terms of it being passed on. Now, whether that's correct or not with every outlet, you know, I guess um, is arguable. Um, But for a lot of Territorians, they have felt like you know some of the outlets maybe haven't been anywhere near as fair as what they could be do you think that we're going to sort of see this increase immediately or are we going to see that argument of oh you know we've got x amount of of fuel in storage so it will take a couple of weeks before the price goes um you know goes up again it's a mix of both to be honest um obviously it's a competitive marketplace and operators do have to respond to one another's and compete with one another's on the other hand you know where there's fuel storage at site you may have fuel that they've purchased at a wholesale at different prices um so they may have a third of the tank that's worth uh, a certain amount a third of the tank that's worth slightly less and a third of the tank that might be worth less from that and they average their costs in terms of being able to maintain sustainable business practices around that so yeah look it doesn't always translate to an immediate um reduction but that reduction will be there and the ACCC will be monitoring monitoring it to make sure that does occur well case i really appreciate your time this morning thank you very much for having a chat with us and uh, talking petrol prices something that our listeners are very very interested in my pleasure thank you thank you